The question for this week is, can you over-inform zero to four young children about intercourse? That is, how do you clearly tell them where babies come from when they ask? And welcome back to another episode of Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sproul, and I sit in a car every week answering one question to help you raise a confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. So I love this question. It's about where do babies come from? And it's such sort of, sort of a cute, lovely question. Um, zero, kids zero to four we're talking about. So really not zero because a zero kid is not going to ask you a question, but a four year old or a three year old or even a two year old may very well ask you a question. If you've got, um, a family member or a neighbor or a friend who is pregnant, then all the questions will come up. So can you over inform your young, very young kid about where babies come from. The World Health Organization says that kids from zero to four are absolutely at a prime time to understand things about human reproduction. So I'm going to read down below just so we get clear on it. Yes, we can talk to them about pregnancy, birth, and babies. And we can talk about the basics of human reproduction. So where babies come from. So that's things like there's an egg, and there's a sperm and both those little ingredients are needed to make a new human. That's the way I would talk, talk about it, make a new human. And the egg and the sperm, they come together in all different ways, right? So if you're having that conversation with your kid, you are watching them just like you watch them for any other conversation you have and you're reading their body language. Are they interested and listening or are they starting to lose focus and going off doing something else? If they're losing focus, then... They don't want any more information. So you just go along with, with what their body is telling you. But if they're interested, then you can maybe ask them, um, how do you think the sperm and the egg come together? Or where does the sperm live? Where does the egg live? Um, and you can absolutely talk about that the sperm and egg can come together in lots of different ways. Sometimes the sperm and egg needs a scientist to come together. That's IVF. Sometimes the sperm and the egg need a special doctor to come together. That would be um, assisted oh, artificial insemination. Almost forgot the, the phrase for it. And sometimes the sperm and eggs can come together when two people's bodies, one person who makes sperm and one person who makes eggs, brings their body really, really close together. And you can say, and it's their private parts that have to come really close together, the penis and the vulva. All right? Pretty simple. Um, the only other thing I'd say to this question, because it's about um, can you over-inform, you can't really over-inform. They've got this mechanism inside their head that if the information is too much or you're using words that they don't understand or they don't really care about, they will zone out and go and do something else. But the only other thing I would say about this is sometimes we need to be aware of our own feelings of comfort. And Sometimes we can push ourselves as parents to talk about things or say things that we actually don't feel comfortable saying. And in that case, then maybe we are over informing, not because our kid can't handle it, because we are treating ourselves harshly or we are forcing ourselves to do something that we don't want to do. Now, you can have a conversation about where babies are made and it feels a little bit awkward, but you are a hundred percent there. That's not forcing. That's, um, that's doing your best and doing it a, something a little bit more difficult, but you want to do it. 
Okay. It'd be like, I remember when I was in my twenties, I went out with someone who was a rock climber and he was excellent at rock climbing and he loved it, but I was afraid of heights. So I'd be in this situation where we'd be, you know, getting ready to climb just a small face and he would go up and then I would be there going, okay, do I want to go up or do I not want to go up? Now, sometimes I absolutely would not want to go up. If I tried to force myself to do it, that would feel sort of violent or mean to myself. But there would be some times when I would want to go up and I would be scared and I would still do it. And I'd be, um, I'd be pushing myself but within my limits because I wanted to try something new and I wanted to try and do better than I had the week before. You can't over-inform kids. They have a protective mechanism, but it is possible to push yourself into saying things that you don't feel comfortable saying and you really feel like upset when you're saying them. So keep that in mind. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now.